Good morning. Hello, Saints. Today is Tuesday. The day is the 21st day of November. The year is 2023, and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Are you ready? No Tear Tuesday. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Good morning. Here is Rael. The Lord our God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you. 
Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Set your calendars. That song will come out. It'll be coming out December the 5th on all your digital platforms. Woo. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube Music. Amazon. Well, there's a lot more than that, but I can't say them all because there's... Some of them I don't even know. But Messianic Mountain Soul, when does that come out? It's coming out the 28th, and that's why we need to play it tomorrow. Not here. You're not here. Nope. It's, yeah. No, it ain't going to sound good without the mandolin and the fiddle. So it's Thanksgiving week, and I would just like to say that I am thankful that... Violin. Yes. And so I'm not gonna be here the rest of the week. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna get that out today. <laughs> Don't it sound sweet, y'all? They're heading out. They're leaving out for Thanksgiving. Right? You're gonna be in Illinois, is that right? Yep. Illinois. Yeah. Is people up there in Illinois are they ill and annoyed? <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Bob. Thank you. Yes, 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 she got her new violin. Praise the Lord. And she really needed one. She was still using a student violin. Now she has a professional violin, and it sounds so much better. Now, you might not be able to tell, but we can tell. I believe anybody can tell. It sounds so much better. Uh, and we just... Right, 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 right. That's people that don't, they either don't know I'm on daybreak or they don't watch daybreak. Uh, all right, we're going to jump in the Bible. I guess we're going to get to studying uh, the, back in Proverbs. Jumped off topic last Friday. You guys seemed to really like that, didn't you? Uh, we... A lot of people said they really enjoyed that study last week. So, uh, you know, we may do that some more and some more and some more. We'll see. Anyway, uh, God's doing a lot of wonderful things in our life. He's doing a lot of wonderful things in the earth. And yes, there's wars and rumors of wars going on. But I tell you, I got a, I got a thought. I had a thought last night. Let me tell you this too. I mean, you guys listen. I was. To, uh, I was sitting with my mom. I go sit with my mom on Monday nights. And so uh, we watched a little Fox News. And they were talking about the birth of Jesus. And I was thinking about Fox News. And they were lighting the Christmas tree, right? And they were in New York. And they're outside. And they're lighting the big tree. Uh, but they had a pastor and a rabbi and a priest. Right? It sounds like a joke. But... They all spoke, and you know what they were all talking about? Of course, the rabbi was talking about the celebration of light in the world. But the uh, uh, pastor, I mean, they were talking about the birth of the Son of God and the celebration of the Son of God. And I was sitting there thinking, Fox News. Oh, so you said the rabbi said that? Well, but, I mean, he was celebrating the coming of light with everyone. Right. But just the very fact that everybody is celebrating Jesus. And that they're talking about it on Fox Fox News. Fox News is like the biggest. Millions of people watch that. And they're standing there talking about, they're not just saying, they did not say Jesus who some think is the Son of God. They were saying the birth of the very Son of God here on earth. And it was just a blessing to hear that. 
on such a mainstream, well, the number one news channel, the number one news channel uh, for seven years straight. So anyway, I just, that was, that just caused my heart to be lifted with joy. And I, I just loved hearing people talk about Jesus and his teachings because they were talking about his teachings as well. So we left off last Thursday with verse 29, and let's go ahead and read verse 29 again as we jump into our Bible study today. And uh, I guess we could read 28 again as well, because that's what I threw up there, 28 and 29. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, for would you deceive with your lips? Do not say, I will do to him just as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. And we left off last Thursday talking about uh, how the teachings of Jesus, the teachings of the Lord, sometimes we think, well, the, the teachings of the Lord, would, that's just New Testament and the teachings of Jesus. No, the teachings of the Lord Jesus is giving us the true understanding of God and what God says to us. And this very thing, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. We sung proclaim, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? Uh, that's what this is saying. You know, don't, don't, don't be a witness against your neighbor without a cause. Don't exaggerate what he's saying. Don't let deception come out of your lips. Don't speak wrong. Don't let deception come out of your lips. And I wanted to go off of this where he says, you know, don't say I'm going to give to him like he's given to me. And I want to read to you the teachings of our king. So I'm, I'm pulling over to Matthew chapter 5, and I'm going to read verse 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. These, this is the teachings of the Lord, okay? He says, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist an evil person. Whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you. And for him, from him who would, wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. So the Lord Jesus, you know, this is, I, I don't totally live up to the teachings of the Lord Jesus, and probably none of you listening do. But we're always going to teach the teachings of Jesus because he's the king. He's the Messiah. He's the Lord. And we aspire to live up to his teachings. Amen? The Great Commission is, go teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have taught you. So this is what he's taught them to obey. This is what he's teaching us. This is where the phrase, go the extra mile, comes in. It's become a slang. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. Where's it come from? Here. What does it mean? Well, under Roman law in that day, somebody out there may not know this, under Roman law in that day, the Romans had the right to compel a Jew to carry his stuff for a mile. He couldn't put to, he couldn't go overboard, but he could compel him to to carry his stuff for a mile to give the soldier a break from carrying some things. 
Jesus says, when they ask you to go a mile, go two. And that's where the phrase goes the extra mile. I mean, this is, it's one thing to read. It's another thing to hear. And it's altogether another thing. It's another thing altogether to live it out. Whoever slaps you on this cheek, give him the other. What he's saying is don't render evil for evil. Be kind. Be generous. Help your neighbor. Be there for your neighbor. Help your neighbor. Sometimes people do you wrong. Well, what we want to do is you slap me, I'll slap you back, right? Uh, in the movie The Blind, the, you remember I thought I found it funny when that pastor goes to talk to Phil Robinson in the bar, Phil owns a bar at this time, and Phil gets mad that a pastor has come in and is talking to people about Jesus. And he goes over and Phil tells that pastor, he says, I ought to knock you out right now. The pastor said, well, the Lord will forgive you, but he will also forgive me. <laughs> Basically, that pastor is saying, he said, you can try it. You know, you can knock me out, but... Uh, God's going to forgive me too. I, I get to I get to have forgiveness too. And I just thought that was very funny. Uh, but the reality is, is you know, we we go the extra mile and we help and we lend and we do what we can. This is how we live out this thing called Christianity, uh, following the Messiah. That's how we live it out. That's the teaching. But I just wanted you to see that it's also back here in Proverbs. You know, don't render unto him according to his work, right? That's what he's saying. All right, verse 30, going back to Proverbs 24, 30. I went by the field of a lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its service, surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. This was too big for me to put in one, so this is two sections. Here we go. Verse 32. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So your poverty, par poverty, excuse me, Come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. All right. So I've said this many times on daybreak. This 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 thought process is over and over and over. Basically, the Bible tells everybody, don't be lazy. Do not be lazy, okay? Now, they lived in an agricultural community, which means if they did not tend to their stuff, they're not going to have anything to eat. To translate like that to today means if you don't do any work, if you don't do it, because we trade money now for food, but the same thing would be if you don't do anything, uh, you're going to turn around and you have nothing to eat and you have nothing to buy groceries with. Same kind of thought. But this concept here, of the, I went by the field of a lazy man, by the vineyard of a man devoid of understanding. You know, I was thinking about even Lisa and I's life, our life here is overgrown with thorns surface covered with nettles and i thought about how land? huh you talking this land yeah well uh hold on let me finish okay because we're not lazy okay uh 
but I was thinking about sometimes we cannot even be a good steward. And like I, I realized the Lord was telling me, you need to get your house in order. You need to take care of things. And I've been working for a long time to try to get time to get things in order because you can even do it. You can get so busy serving the kingdom, running everywhere, you know, preaching, singing. And I know that's good. Uh, but, you know, I'm reading this and I'm like, I, I need to clean out my shed. I'm reading this and like, we need to get our basement cleaned up. You know, I'm like, and it's not, it's not because of laziness with us. It's because we have so many things that we're doing. But we are called in scriptures to be a good steward of what God has given us. And I can honestly look into my life and say, sometimes I'm not the best steward in, in the world. Amen. Anybody can amen that? Sometimes we're just not the best steward. It's like God has given us something and we're blessed with a lot and we should take care of what we bless. Now, nothing that we have should become an idol. Nothing we have. It's not that important, okay? But we should be good stewards of what we have. And as I was reading that about the overgrowth of thorns and the nettles, and I was like, you know, we also need to take good care of what it is we have. And so... Yeah. Like, oh, yes. You know, I thought of Jesus when he talks about, I am the vine, you are the branches. Right? Yes. So that's the same kind of vineyard agricultural mentality. Of our own hearts. Right. And if we get lazy and we stop going to the one who Come on. prunes us and cleans us, Amen. it covers up with thorns. The wall gets torn down, which allows things in. Yep. To, to ruin the vineyard, to ruin that place that gives <laughs> life. Amen. Preach it, girl. I don't know if y'all could hear her well because she's all the way in the living room. But I'm telling you this. She was saying spiritually applies to our heart too. If, we're, if we don't cultivate, if we don't steward well our relationship with the Lord, it can get overgrown with thorns and thistles, right? The walls can get broken down and, 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 and not be what they ought to be. And things can grow. There can be growths that don't, that don't need to be there. Amen. That'll preach. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. So we need to be good stewards of what we have. We need to be good stewards of our personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Okay? You say, well, how can I know? How can I know? How can I know if I'm getting off in that area? Well, I think everybody really knows. Um I can see it in other people, actually. I, I, I can tell people are not like they were, not as fired up for God as they were, not wanting to go to Bible studies and prayer meetings. And uh, I mean, if you want to follow Scripture, you look it up in the book of Acts, it says, and they were daily house to house in each other's home, day by day. This, you know, it wasn't, you know, we think today uh, we relegate our spiritual life is 30 minutes, hour and a half, one day a week. It can't be that way. You know, it doesn't need to be that way. We need to cultivate our relationship with our Lord. Read the scripture. Get, go to prayer meetings. Gather with people and talk about things. You know, James chapter 5 says, confess your faults one to another. Pray for each other that you might be healed. Well, we can't do that if we're not in each other's life. And that's one of the things that I keep pushing and say, guys, 
we need to be in each other's life. Oh, here comes Lisa. Come on, darling. Also, in ministry, invite your neighbor in for a cup of coffee, and you know, and then eventually the Lord will come up. I mean, I know I, I don't want to be like you know, the church lady. At the same time, I would hate to think that I could talk to somebody for hours and never mention the Lord. Yeah. Because I mean, it's such a. If anybody that's been around us any length of time, they ought to know, you know that we love the that we love the Lord. Yeah, because you and know, you can do that without being religious, or yeah, religious or yeah. anything like that. I mean, it's just a natural part, an overflowing of your life. Um, and I just want to apologize, guys. We did update my computer. I don't know what's going on with it this morning, but I'm not able to comment right now. So uh, I am there. I am. Loving y'all, thankful for y'all. I just am having technical difficulties. You can't uh, comment on your phone. I it's oh I never thought of that. <laughs> well, it's okay. We're almost over now. <laughs> she can comment later. She'll read your stuff later and comment. All right, where'd we get to? Chapter twenty-five. Well, maybe I'd be good to just start twenty-five tomorrow, right? Uh. And we can just leave it off there today. Might have been two minutes shorter, but, you know, cultivate your, your relationship with the Lord. As soon as you, you know, I was at a Promise Keepers one time, and the man speaking said something that really spoke to me. He was like, it only takes 15 minutes for my heart to start getting cold sometimes. And I'm like, whoa, I never looked at it like that. You know, that we think, oh, once a week. Oh, no, we need to be in that constant communion with the Lord. Talk to the Lord. That's what the scripture says in Deuteronomy 6. You know, the Lord is supposed to be upon our mind when we wake up. It should be the first thing on our mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for letting me wake up. You know, there's prayers you can say. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, right? King of the universe. Thank you for bringing me back. Thank you for good sleep, right? As we go throughout the day, Deuteronomy 6 says to do that. It even says teach your children. When you get up, talk to your kids about God. When you walk through your day, talk to your children about God. When you're at your house, talk to your kids about your God. Before you go to sleep, talk to your kids about God. You cannot get away from it in scriptures that we are supposed to cultivate this relationship where God is just, he's the air that we breathe. He's the air we breathe, you know. And I, what Lisa said is correct. I don't have to be around somebody long at all. And I know if they like football. <laughs> I know if they're a, a racer, if they, they're crazy about racing or basketball or football. You're going to know it because they love it and it's going to ooze out of them in their conversation. Yeah. Same way you and I that love the Lord Jesus. Somebody loves guns, it's going to ooze out. Somehow it's going to come out. Our love for Jesus ought to come out just, just because we love Him, not trying to be religious, but just because we love Him. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Well, be blessed. I'm so thankful that uh, you guys are here. Jump on back over here to chat. And uh, wish we could, Chastity says she wished we could get together for Thanksgiving. Come on. Just come on to the house. You're welcome here at Thanksgiving, Chastity. All you got to do is just drive up here. Yep. Thursday. Come on. Uh, love you guys. Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Are you ready? 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you.